drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi everyone, welcome to week 16 of Pregnancy with yours truly. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently 16 weeks pregnant. Guys, we are officially four months into pregnancy. And at least for me, like this week has been the best that I felt this whole time. I hope those of you out there listening who are also at week 16 feel this way too. Like I'm just starting to feel a little bit more like myself again. I have more energy. I'm operating with a few more brain cells and even a couple molecules of serotonin. I mean, it's all very exciting. And I feel like at least I've moved on from the miserable stage to the tolerable stage. And you know what? I'm all here for it. So for me this week, I mean, shit just got real. So this podcast just came out this week and I announced that I was pregnant on social media and holy shit, like the announcement you make on social media is such a thing. Like I didn't, I don't think I realized it until it was time to post, you know, like this isn't something our parents had to deal with, you know, and this is so like generational, But announcing on social media is a real, it's a real thing, guys. Um, I wish I maybe strategized it a little bit better. I've seen people like have, you know, amazing shoots for this. Like they, they shoot with the photographer, a pregnancy announcement. Like, yeah, a pregnancy announcement photo shoot is like a perfectly normal thing these days. We are coming up to the week uh, of this podcast launch. And I was just so focused on getting this podcast up and running and like, doing the cover art for that, that I didn't even think about the like social media post that would announce it. And I like just threw up a picture of my selfie, basically when I, when I saw my pregnant, my positive pregnancy test and was like, I guess this is good enough. Uh, but if I could go back, I would definitely invest in getting like some good photos done. But anyway, I announced it on social media, so overwhelmed by the response, the reaction, and the response on this podcast was incredible. I'm I'm so like overwhelmed and overjoyed with how it's been received so far. I've gotten so many messages from a lot of you guys who who have listened to it and have found comfort in this show and are messaging me like I'm going through all the same shit you are. I'm so glad somebody else is talking about this. So that made me feel really good. Uh, honestly, about a week before the launch, I was sick with COVID. I was like so overwhelmed, like nothing was really done and just trying to get this show up and running. I almost scrapped the entire thing. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I recorded 12 episodes, but like, do I do I really need to do this to myself? So I almost, I, I, I literally had a sit down, think with me, with myself just trying to figure out if I was even going to launch this thing. And I'm glad that I did. And, uh, and I'm, and I'm very just happy with how it's going. Um, and want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening and supporting the show and leaving reviews. It's been amazing so far, 
but yeah, so back to the social media thing. Um, I'm sure many of you have dealt with this. Maybe some of you have already announced on social or you haven't yet. Uh, I honestly, I probably would have waited a little bit longer if it wasn't for wanting to get this show out. But yeah, like that is a whole thing. I mean, it's basically announcing to like your entire world that you're pregnant. Like it's one thing to tell people in person and tell of our close friends and family who knew at this point. But I didn't realize like how wild it is to really put it out there on social. I mean, I was getting texts from like my old coworkers, like my old bosses, you know, people I haven't talked to in like 10, 15 years, like my buddies from high school and middle school that I haven't talked to. And it was just crazy. Like it's, it's, it's nuts. Um, but it is also relieving to just like have it out there. And now I can start like posting stuff on social again. Cause I feel like I was kind of hiding on social media for, for like the last three and a half months. I haven't really like shown my face. I haven't really been posting because everything I want to post, I can't really say. So that's kind of fun. Um, so for anyone who hasn't, hasn't crossed that bridge yet, it is something to think about and like strategize. And if I could go back, I might've, I might've done it up a little bit more, but I'm really happy with how it all turned out. Speaking of news, some of you out there may have already found out the gender of your baby. I, I was mentioning it back in week 12 when I did that blood test. We had the eligibility to find out right away if if we wanted to know our gender. And we waited a little bit because I wanted to do a gender reveal. So some of you may have already found out your gender. Some of you may be waiting. Some people wait till their 20-week appointment when they do um, an ultrasound scan to find out that way. But um, I did find out we had our little gender reveal, which was really fun. And uh, it's funny because I loved hearing everybody's predictions. Like I had all of our friends that came to our gender reveal and even like my family who wasn't there. Everybody, you know, turned in what they thought it was. And I think I've mentioned on here before this whole time, I kind of thought I was having a boy. And then I had some of my close friends and even my own mother be like, you are definitely having a girl just from some of the symptoms that I've had because I've been like so sick and just some other things that they say are very common um, for girl for for pregnancies with girls. But we found out and drum roll, please. It's a boy. I knew it. (laughs) Don't ask me how I knew it. I just had like a very strong feeling. It was a boy from like week five. I was like, there is a baby Gronkowski in my uterus. Like I could just feel like this thing is a, is going to be a linebacker or something like it's just very strong boy energy. I don't know. Um, so it's a boy. We're super excited. I mean, Brandon, my husband is very excited. (laughs) I, I mean, he, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Our first one is a boy only because like, Brandon's a big sports guy. He played sports his whole life and he's getting a little bit older. And, you know, I think it's important for him to be able to like play catch with the sun and like do all of this stuff. So I'm happy this first baby is a boy. Look at me saying first baby, Uh, like literally three weeks ago, I was like, this might be our only kid. (laughs) Like, I don't think, I don't know if I could do this again. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Things have gotten, things have gotten just so much better at this point. So any of my other girls listening who are still on the struggle bus, I mean, I'm still a little bit on the struggle bus, but I feel so much better than I did in previous weeks. So I hope a lot of you listening are in that same boat. All right. So um, 
also at week 16. So many of us will go for a prenatal visit this week. Uh, I did go in for my prenatal visit. I was very eager to get in there only because of, you know, me having COVID last week. Uh, I was really, really nervous, really, you know, I really just wanted to hear that heartbeat. I'm like, I want to make sure my baby's okay. You know, I, I just, I needed, I needed that. I needed to have the doctor look me over, make sure everything was cool. And I was kind of honestly really uneasy, like the few days leading up to this prenatal appointment, but went in, obviously everything's okay. Doctor checked me out. So feel so much better about that. And I will say like one positive thing, cause I feel like sometimes I bash pregnancy a little too much. Like I don't want to scare anybody too far away from pregnancy especially on this podcast, I feel like I've only been talking about like a lot of the negative stuff, a lot of the miserable things. I mean, those things are all real, but, um, I did want to share this like one little, one little positive thing. And that is at this pregnancy appointment or this prenatal appointment, when you get to hear that heartbeat, like, let me just try to put this into words. Like I am somebody who is a sarcastic, <laughs> like super dry humor, kind of unemotional for a lot. Um, a tough nut to crack, let's say. Like, I'm just not that, like, I- I'm not overly emotional. Like, my, even my husband will tell you he's seen me cry like three, four times in the eight years that we've been together. Like, I just, I'm just pretty even keeled. Nothing really rattles me. When I, now that this is the second time that I have heard this baby's heartbeat. When I hear that little heartbeat, I'm going to cry right now just thinking about it. Like I melt into a puddle. Like I am cracked open in a way that I do not know how to put into words. And like that is the beautiful good part about pregnancy. Like moments like that when the shit becomes real and you know that, oh my God, like there is a baby in there. Like my baby is in there and you can hear them. That makes all the bullshit worth it. Like all the nausea, my chafing nipples, you know, back aches, being unable to sleep, feeling like trash 99% of the day. Like hearing that baby's heartbeat makes it so worth it. And we're at a stage in pregnancy where maybe some of you are starting to feel the baby a little bit more. Um, it can start to happen. They say at week 16, we're going to talk about it when we get to symptoms. But like for me, I haven't really like, I can't really feel him yet. So hearing the heartbeat for me is like so game changing. And so that I did get to do this week. And that was obviously the highlight especially after a little bit of a scare of last week. Like that was just like so amazing to hear and know that he's in there and he's doing good. He's doing his little heartbeat too. It sounded different from the first time I heard it. Like it was stronger. Ugh, I'm going to cry just thinking about it. <laughs> so um, one thing I did say, okay, uh, just to take me out of that, just to take me out of the like sweet side, I'm going to go back to my cunty side And I realized this week, I don't know if anybody else feels this way about their OBGYN, but also at my prenatal appointment this week, I realized I don't really vibe with mine. Does anybody else experience this? Like I am just, we just don't vibe. I don't know. I can't put it into words. She's like perfectly nice. 
I feel like she kind of hates me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think she thinks like I'm very high maintenance, um, which I don't know what would give her that impression. I mean, what? But I don't know. There's been like a couple of things that have rubbed me the wrong way and I'm starting to get a bad feeling about it. So I'm actually now at a place where I'm considering switching doctors. And if anybody else is in this boat, I mean, it's actually, it's a little bit trickier than I thought. Like, I don't know if any of you have seen the movie Knocked Up, where she's like interviewing a bunch of doctors like in their offices. I don't think that's actually realistic. Like, I think you got to like book appointments with these doctors, like go in. It's kind of a whole thing, especially at this point now where we're getting a little bit farther into pregnancy. Like my next appointment is supposed to be an ultrasound. So... I don't really know how to go about it. I actually Googled it this week and, you know, some of the recommendations are that you, that you want to do this before you hit 32 or 34 weeks. So for me, I have some time, but waiting too long to switch doctors can present a problem because a doctor that you might want, like might not be able to fit you on their schedule or their roster. So that's something to consider. Um, You want to try and do it earlier than later if you're just like not vibing with your doctor or if you have some red flags with your doctor. Uh, I'm trying, I want to like explain why I feel this way a little bit better. Like there's just been a couple red flags for me. Like one of the things was like early on, you know, when I told my doctor that I really didn't handle like blood or needles well, like I feel like she kind of like scoffed at me. And then when I passed out at the office and had to get, hypnosis like she started taking me more seriously which I guess like anybody in the medical profession like would scoff at that I mean I can't it's embarrassing and I wouldn't hold that against her but I just didn't like that she didn't kind of like take me seriously and then also like I feel like she's just very old school like there's a couple of things like when she told me I couldn't take my Ambien in the beginning of pregnancy like obviously you can't take that and that's totally fine but there's other things she could have told me to do like I I didn't know this like my friend told me to take Unisom and Unisom has been like God's greatest gift to me so like and she never mentioned that she's like take a melatonin so there's just like a couple things that I'm like you're kind of missing the mark we're not seeing eye to eye here and I don't know I'm just I'm I'm considering getting another doctor so if anyone else is in that boat, some of the advice that I've gotten is to just like ask around, like try and get like a a good consensus from like maybe a friend in town that went to an OBGYN or talk to, just talk to other people who have been to other doctors. So you can really kind of narrow it down because it's not like in the movies when you can go in and interview 20 doctors. Um, It's a little bit more complicated than that. So I'm looking into it. I'm also really tired and lazy. So I might just, put up with this doctor until the end to be honest that's like a very classic Sarah move like just complain and then um, not do anything about it and then when I'm in delivery freak out so we'll see but that's just what I'm going through this week wanted to see if anyone else could relate to that this podcast is brought to you by Parallel the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin Parallel bundles together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Parallel is the only brand that offers targeted prenatals for each individual trimester, which is key because mom and baby require different nutrients during each stage. Parallel has the cleanest formulation on the market and only uses high quality ingredients. 
Plus, their formulation and dosing is meticulously informed by the latest research as well as their founding doctor's clinical insights. Parallel is on a mission to create a world with more healthy babies and supported moms. It has a one-by-one model where they donate a supply of their prenatal vitamins to underserved women across the United States. And in just under a year, they've helped over 5,000 moms. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. All right, so let's get into some symptoms for week 16. All right, so this is a time they say you may start to feel some movement, which is very exciting. So these first sensations can start happening between week 16 and week 22. So that's a big window (laughs) Um, to start feeling some stuff. So I have uh, my sister-in-law is also pregnant. She's a little bit ahead of me. She said she started feeling them at week 16. I honestly haven't felt um, my baby at all. Like, but I feel like I'm getting a sense that he's in there. Like I I was trying to explain this to Brandon it's really, there's been a couple times like in the middle of the night when I have to get up and pee and I'm like, you know, so sleepy and tired and quiet and I'll like be going to the restroom and I can just feel like he's having a party in there. Like he's, I'm like, whoa, like he's, someone's moving or he's moving around. Like I can't necessarily feel it, but I sense it, which is weird. It's like if you were sitting facing a wall and somebody ran behind you, like, yeah, you might not feel them or see them, but like you can kind of get the sense that somebody's behind you. Like that's kind of what this feels like. It's like I get a, I get a sense. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, that is going to be really exciting um, when we can start to feel the baby. Like I said earlier, I think like when you actually can feel and sense and know that they're in there, it like makes a lot of the other bullshit of pregnancy feel so much better. Some other symptoms, back aches. <laughs> so your aching back is a lovely side effect of pregnancy hormones. And, you know, laying on the couch all day also doesn't help. So the general rule here to ease these is to make time for low impact exercises and stretch your body regularly. Those are two things that are going to help immensely. Prenatal yoga is great. Um, I did a bar class this week and they say strengthening your core is like good for your back. So I'm going to try to do that a little bit more. God, getting back into like a workout routine after being off for a while is hard. But you can also, if your back's bothering you, you can also go for a prenatal massage now that you're in your second trimester. I actually did this too. I did my first um, prenatal massage. It was kind of weird. Um, I think there's a couple different ways that you can do it. Like what my, when my friend explained it to me, she like laid on a table that had like a belly cut out. So your belly like was just in this hollow part of the table for my prenatal massage. They had me lay on my side and like hug a pillow and like the guy just rubbed my back on each side. It was weird. It was different, but um, it was lovely. I will say. So if your back's bothering you splurge and get a little, get a little prenatal massage. Okay. Another symptom is some dry, itchy and sensitive eyes. Again, it's those pregnancy hormones. 
You can use allergy meds and eye drops, but obviously make sure to talk to your doctor before choosing one. Forgetfulness is another symptom. They call it pregnancy brain when you start to just like, you know, forget your keys or put your cell phone in your refrigerator or just like do weird forgetful stuff. I operate like this normally. So I'm just kind of happy that I have something to blame it on now. Like when I like lose something or make my husband call my phone, I'm like, it's pregnancy brain, babe. Like what, I, what can I do? Glowing skin. Okay. So this is another thing that was on the symptoms list for this week. They say that the pregnancy glow is supposed to start around now. All I can say is, yeah, fucking right. Okay. I do not see a glow. I'm hoping that this glow pops up pretty soon uh, because right now I'm looking rough. Okay. Like my skin has been looking so dull, so tired. Um, So I actually went and like got my own glow this week. I went and got myself a nice little micro needling treatment, which is like a step above a regular facial, you know, like I won't get into it too much, but you can go to like a medical spa. Like I went to one in Nashville called Skin Farm and it was absolutely lovely. They took really nice care of me and they, once they do this microneedling, it takes a couple days, but afterwards your skin is in like amazing shape. It helps with pigmentation. It helps with pores. It helps with all kinds of stuff. So I'm really hoping in a couple of days I do get that glow and people will just be like, oh, that's your pregnancy glow. And I'll be like, sure. But secretly that's, that's what did it. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple other things you can do. Um, it, they say it's important to know like what kind of products to use on your skin right now and ones to avoid. So a couple of the big ones to avoid are retin-A and salicylic acid products. So that's not going to be good for your skin right now. If you have any of those, maybe discontinue use. All right, let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 16. So baby is as big as an avocado this week. It's 4.6 inches long and weighs about 3.5 ounces. Their little heart is getting stronger and can pump about 24 quarts of blood a day. I'm wondering if like that's why it sounded it sounded stronger when I listened to it this week. It's just like pumping up more blood um, the farther we get along. I don't know. That's just that's just a guess. But uh, their eyes can also start to perceive some light, even though they are still closed. And they even have some eyelashes forming, which is just kind of like funny to picture. Their backbone and tiny muscles in their back are gaining strength. So they can strengthen out that head and neck pretty soon. And... Pretty soon, not yet, but baby will also be able to hear your voice. Generally, it takes uh, until about week 18 of pregnancy for them to fully develop and to the ability to hear in the womb. But still, that's exciting that we're getting there. All right. So let's wrap this up with some tips and to do's for the week. One of the first things is to make a list. So because of pregnancy brain, if you have a lot of stuff you have to get done, like the suggestion is just to start getting in the zone of making lists, putting it down on paper where you can read it because the forgetfulness is real. And like I said, I operate like this all the time. So I'm already a big list maker, uh, but that can be like life-saving. If you're not already doing that, make sure to just get in on, get in on making lists. It's going to help you stay organized and not like you know, panic when you're like, well, why, why, what was I supposed to be doing? That's where your list come in. Um, another tip is to manage back pain. So if you're in a job where you need to be sitting like at a desk all day long, they say to find a good chair with back support. 
is going to be a game changer and to do that sooner than later. So maybe that's something you want to look into this week is like ordering a good, uh, a good chair for your desk or whatever you have to do. Also on tips and to do's for this week. So I put this on here. This is a book that my friend told me to read. Actually, I've had a couple people, a couple people suggest this book to me. A couple of my good friends, they're like, if you only read one book while you're pregnant, make sure it's this one. It's called Expecting Better by Emily Oster. I, my, a friend of mine actually sent me the book, which was very sweet. And I picked it up, started reading it. I mean, I'm almost done with it. It's been like a week. I'm like flying through this thing. It is so interesting. It talks about all of the like little things in pregnancy that we've all questioned. Like, can I be drinking coffee? Like, can I drink wine? Um, lots of, lots of stuff. She, it's, it's written by um, Emily Oster, who's like a economist, but she's big on numbers. She's big on digging into data and she like, literally there's so much in there that I'm like reading through and it's just made me feel so much better about so many things especially about the drinking wine like I have not had a glass of wine this entire time I've been pregnancy and now after reading that book I feel a lot better like I went to dinner the other night and ordered a glass of wine it was lovely um so a couple things there's a couple things in there that I think everybody will really like so again that book is called Expecting Better by Emily Oster. Highly, highly recommend. I'll actually link it in show notes um, to Amazon. So if anyone wants to just click over and order it, highly recommend. Uh, last tip and to do. So it's just to schedule your 20-week prenatal visit. You know, if you went in this week, you might have already done it, but it's just an important thing to do. And then obviously if you're if you're not vibing with your OBGYN, this is the time to find a new one. So I might be adding that to my list this week. All right. That is all for week 16. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Maybe share this podcast on social or send it to a friend you think might like it. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I'd love to hear how your pregnancy is going, especially now that this podcast is live. It's been so fun having you guys like reading your messages, going back and forth with some of the things that we've talked about on here. It makes it makes it so much more personal. So in the meantime, I will see you guys back here next week for week 17 updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me. It's